Hello, everyone. This is Shanika coming at you with a quick introduction before you start this week's episode. We are interviewing Angela of Fit Columbia. I unfortunately was not able to be a part of the interview. You know, I had mom duties. My kids come first. Yes, even before the podcast, even though I love, love, love doing it and talking with you guys and talking with other people. Oh, yeah. And talking with Janelle, of course. But, um, you know, the show must go on. So Janelle, I sent her some questions for Angie and they ended up having an amazing conversation. I was smiling. I teared up a little bit. I was talking back. It made me wish that I was part of the conversation, but it's probably a good thing I wasn't because just like Janelle and I, Angie is a Gemini and I just, you know, listen, it's, it's already a bit much with one Gemini it's a lot with two Geminis and then three Geminis together. Whew, that uh, intense, crazy, crazy, crazy. But anyway, she just, Angie just drops so much, so many gems. It, it It's a great interview. I think you're really going to enjoy it. She had so much to say about owning a business, starting a business, being a woman in business, being a minority in business, and especially in the fit and health industry, where a lot of times it is still seen as a predominantly white industry. And you get a lot of the comments and Angie will say in the interview, oh, you know, Black people don't do this, you know, Black people don't do that. And it's just not true. It's very, very wrong. And I myself am doing something about that because I, you know, have looked through feeds. I have seen local businesses, local fit businesses, and I just don't see myself represented in it. So I am doing something about that, but I will speak more about that later. But I just want you guys just to sit back, you know, grab some tea or some wine, whatever your thing is, and just get ready for a great interview. Angie, thank you so much for taking the time to come onto our podcast and chat with us. Hey everyone, this is Jernelle. Hi everybody, it's Angela Young Sellers. And we're here to talk about Angie as well as her studio that she owns, being a woman in business, um, being personal color, and just see what else is so awesome about Angie. (laughs) Thank you. So uh, to get things started, uh, tell us what you do and um, how you got started. So um, I own Fit Columbia, and it is a really unique studio in South Carolina. We're right in the heart of Five Points, and um, we offer everything from personal training, aerial yoga, you know, stretch therapy, um, yoga with baby goats and, you know, just all the, all the things that bring out really good mobility and childlike play. Awesome. So talk a little bit about what made you want to start your own business, what got you motivated? So, you know, I, I've been an athlete my whole life and, um, when, whenever I had these kind of real jobs, I I would find myself done with all of my work by 11 a.m. And they just kept throwing more work at me. (laughs) And I'm an early bird and um, I'm a very uh, self-motivator. And so, for example, when I worked at USC, um, they would catch me taking naps in the grass outside. (laughs) Because I got done with all my work and there, you know, and, and also I got, you know, more work done. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I'm, I'm high energy 
almost all the time. And so when the the possibility of branching out on my own came, I, I really felt like it was the only way that I could honor the the need for constant change in my life. I am very fluid. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think of time in a 24-hour schedule. I don't think of uh, energy as being bottled in a person. I like for it to flow in and out of them and in and out of me. So the only way to honor that is to do what I want. And the only way you can do what you want is if you own your own business. There you so go. That's what I decided to do. Awesome. So what drew you to opening up like a fitness studio and in particular making it um, cater to yoga and aerial yoga and all the different types of things that you do, especially talking about mobility? You know, um, what I've always thought was missing is mentorship and 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 true coaching. And so I didn't really like how the, um, the franchises operate. Sure. And I think that there's, there's obvious benefits to all of them. So there's nothing to negate, you know, their value, but I feel like I learn best when I'm one-on-one with somebody and mm-hmm. I feel like I teach best when I'm really close to them. Mm-hmm. And so I started just doing personal training. And then what I found was that, um, when you add new and fun things to someone's life, they leave the studio talking about it. So they come to the studio talking Mm -hmm. about their, my foot hurts all the time, Mm -hmm. or um, I really just can't move my shoulder. I want to lose 12 pounds. But then they leave the studio going, make sure you tell my son I threw that kettlebell or, (laughs) um, you know, they're, they're taking pictures, you know, sticking around going, I just, I can't believe I did this. And they leave really proud of themselves and they leave having so much, Fun. And I think that's missing in adult life right now. Yes. Frankly, I'm miss- that might be missing in teenagers' life right now. I think the only people having fun are babies, and that's because we haven't, you know, yeah. curbed that on them correct, yet. Correct, correct. So um, the, the whole thing with the, the, the evolution of the studio that's made it more, um, you know, progressive, I guess. Yeah. You know, it's just very different is the fact that, I started the aerial yoga, the wall yoga, and all of those as a um, one-on-one component and then allowed it to branch off to classes. Sure. Because it was originally built to help with um, physical therapy. It helps you work with balance. It Mm -hmm. helps me with my senior clients. Mm -hmm. And then it's just evolved and blown up in a really good way. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, one of the things that are on the list that Shanika graciously gave us – to kind of talk a little bit more about your business, um, talk a little bit about owning a business. And if you if you were to give any tips or things that you would have liked to have known before you started, you know, owning your business and working your business. OK, so, um, you know, if you're thinking about starting your own business, there's there's just a lot of the, the, the main piece of advice I give with owning a business is that you you don't want to burn any bridges. Mm-hmm. You you really want to honor every relationship that you have, um, whether it's, you know, a client or a vendor or a person in the community, um, because those will all circle back. You just can't escape that. Sure. And so if you are going to burn a bridge, then you have to set fire to that bridge. <laughs> it has to be this, you know, explosion so that, that <laughs> never comes back together and you never attempt to cross that bridge again. So that's my big advice. And then, you know, the other advice I have is for people who 
support small businesses. Um, you know, those small business owners are working around the clock and they, they love what they do. And, and you know that because you frequent them and you, you pay them. Um, but just know that every time you go to see them and every single time you post about them on social media, every time you share their name with a friend, you are doing so much good for the whole community and especially for that small business owner. Awesome. So do you, as a woman in, in owning a business as well as um, a minority, do you have any differences that you think from other individuals that own businesses or have you come across certain things that are you, you notice that are, hmm, so-and-so doesn't have that same experience as I do when I do X. Has that ever happened to you or have you noticed anything? Yeah, you know, um, that's that's a great question. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but on top of the building at my studio, I actually put an African-American woman with an Afro doing aerial yoga. And the reason why I made that decision is because when I started exploring yoga, and then adding the component of Ariel, people literally said to me that black people don't do yoga. And then they said, black women are not going to do aerial yoga. And that's just pretty much a, you know, throw down challenge for me. So when I hear something like that, um, and, you know, I've sort of battled a lot of stereotypes being, um, I came into the United States when I was seven, I only spoke Korean and I was it, it was beaten out of me. I was very ashamed of being Asian. Um, and, you know, I, I was, all, I'm also very small. And so, for example, I tried out for my high school volleyball team and the varsity team kept picking me up and carrying me around, telling the coach how cute I was. And I didn't make the team. And I, I just remember thinking it's because of those girls that like, yeah, they weren't mocking me on purpose, but that's part of the, the problem when you are, um, not self-aware enough to be yeah. kind, you right. know? And, um, of course that was another gauntlet throwdown. And so I ended up playing high school, college and international volleyball, but wow. I don't do well whenever I feel injustice and I don't do well when someone throws a stereotype in my face. And so as a business owner, as a woman, what I have found is that the, the, Local newspapers and magazines are not out to help us. Yes. They're out to sell ads. Mm-hmm. Um, they're out to, um, I don't know, push push their own agendas. And so I don't mean that to, to knock that, that system either because I've won plenty of awards. But my point is um, I, what I ended up doing is starting to write features about women in mm-hmm. the fitness industry. And then I started um, – you know, just, just posting about other businesses that are literally my competition because I don't want any of us to go out of business. Understood. We are so needed, every single one of us. Right. So um, this past year in 2018, I started um, scholarshipping women of um, color to get certifications and start training and doing yoga so that when students come in the door, they have a teacher that mirrors them. Mm. That's what's most important to me. That is awesome. That is awesome. And I actually know one of your teachers, Benicia Stribling. That's one of my good friends. Love, Benicia. Yes. Good, good friend from childhood. So that is awesome. You know, see, that that shows not only your commitment, but also the fact that you talk your walk. 
You know, you put your money where your mouth is, which is you want to invest not only in the community, but you also want to show that there are other ways for people to be in this fitness industry. It doesn't have to be one type of individual. So that is so awesome. Thank you. That's really important to me. Awesome. So as a business owner, um, what are some of the things that you do encounter? Um, Shanika mentioned um, trying to do the balance of you got your family life, you have your personal life, you know, you have your own fit life and then you have your business. What are some things that you've had to do to kind of have it all, but not all at the same time? Yeah, so um, I'm going to be honest. One of the most important things I do is try to take naps. <laughs> um, it, I start my day around 4 or 5 a.m. every day. Mm-hmm. And so by the time, you know, lunchtime rolls around, I, I've, I've already put in seven, eight hours of work. And mm-hmm. so I've made a commitment to myself to take bubble baths, um, read, and, 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 and take time for genuine rest. And... Mm-hmm. I think that is one thing that's kept me sane. Um, you know, the other thing is, you know, I have two teenagers. They're they're 21 and the other one's about to be 18. And these girls, um, they need me at all hours, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So that's another reason why naps are important because uh, if they call me at 8 o'clock at night or they're crying at 11 o'clock at night or if they want to go prom dress shopping, I got to I got to be ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with teenagers, anyone who raises them, um, you know that you're, you don't, you don't sit there and expect them to come to you. You have to wait until they're ready. And when they're ready, you have to be Be ready. Yeah. You have to, you have to be there when they need you, when they (laughs) reach out, you can't not be there. Right. (laughs) So, okay. So my advice is, um, whatever it is that makes you come full circle, you have to make sure and, and honor that time. And that's where for me, if, if I can just get in my bathtub, you know, that's also, I play with my dogs. Oh yeah. They, they, they're my pack. And so they're in the bathroom with me going, okay, mama, you good? So it's a whole kind of little ritual that we've created. Yeah. It's it's nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Let's see what else we have here. Good goodies. Um, okay. We'll put that in land. So you talked about the sponsorship that you've done um, with the women and getting their certifications. Uh, what other volunteer work or community involvement does either you or does your business fit Columbia do for either Columbia or regionally or nationally? You know, I'm going to tell you, um, I really like to partner with other organizations um, that I feel like are doing really good work. Um, especially other organizations that are not necessarily getting either the financial or the media support that I feel like they deserve. Mm -hmm. So one of the groups that I'm meeting, working with now is called um, Palmetto Conservation. And we are currently in the process of organizing a women's retreat in November. Mm -hmm. And this women's retreat is going to be fantastic. We're hoping to host four or 500 women um, the whole weekend from Friday to Sunday. It's going to be outdoor educational workshops. So we'll be doing paddleboarding, bike packing, backpacking, biking, um, you know, no, no trace left behind mm-hmm. trainings. REI is coming. Um, and it's just to get people active. And 
When I met with Angela O'Neill and John Staley's people about this program, what we talked about was that minority women, especially black women, they don't have transportation. And that's one of the reasons why they are the least likely to go and visit our national parks. And frankly, we need them in the national parks because their children need to know about the wonders of our forests and our, and our trees and just the beauty of everything. Mm -hmm. So um, we've, we've, added from that conversation a component to the retreat where we're going to start taking scholarship applications and we will transport the women from here that, um, you know, win these scholarships to the retreat so they can be a part of the whole weekend. And so for me, that's where I feel like I'm a compliment to any partnership that I make. Mm -hmm. When we meet and they sit down and they do dollars and they do numbers and they do statistics, I look at them and I say, what about the real people? Exactly. And then we get down and dirty. And so we are so excited for this conference. We have, um, we have two keynote speakers and one of them is, um, an African-American woman, which makes me super excited. And then the other one is a woman who ran the Appalachian Trail, I think, in the fastest speed. And that might not be completely correct, but it's close. Um, And she's badass. I bet. So um, it's really, this is going to be a year-long process, and I'm going to be working really hard to recruit, um, you know, 10, 15 instructors that will come, and Mm -hmm. they'll teach, you know, morning yoga classes, meditation in the afternoon. And Mm -hmm. we want women to understand that when we say, go be active, go be fit, it doesn't just mean you have to run a mile or you have to do CrossFit or you have to Mm. swim. It just means move your body. Correct. And truthfully, the happier, happier you are when you move that body, you're sending signals throughout, not just yourself, but throughout the the area that you're in. And it just sort of ripples. And, um, that's the goal. We hope to have a few workshops leading up to this retreat to prepare everybody that's coming. And, um, you know, I'm going to be there the whole weekend, obviously, and helping to organize and teach. And, um, yeah, we're, we're those are the kinds of projects that, that do not make me money. But if I don't do these projects, I don't feel whole and it won't work. That's awesome. Well, you definitely have to keep us involved. We yes. would love to help. Um in fact, um, Shanika and I, we kind of have like a little running pack where we try to visit at least once a month. Well, I do um, hike or visit a state park once a month. So, Thank you. Yeah. So that's kind of what we've been doing for the last couple of months. So Shanika and I are due for March. <laughs> we got to figure out March. Um, but that's kind of the thing I've also been wondering, too, is when you go to these parks and you interact with nature, it's such a great feeling that you have it truly takes you out of yourself and it's such a quick like little respite yeah and you know Columbia in our area we have so much access to great state parks relatively close to us um and some of us some of them are actually on the bus line too so that's what's really awesome yes and you know this is where I I'm going to circle back to the very beginning of our conversation what is missing is mentorship and connection. And if you pay attention right now, when we go on vacation, we're going somewhere by ourselves, you know, or even with just our unit. Yes. We don't even interact with other people. We don't have dinner with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we're missing so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so speaking of the bus lines and the people not getting out, I think they would 
mm-hmm. if somebody who mirrored them did it, it too mm-hmm. and they went with them or if they did like you guys did where you started this podcast and then the podcast reaches more people right and that's what we need and so with the, with the um the, the positive use of social media is that if a woman of color shows herself doing things it automatically shows other women of color. You can do that too. You can do that too. Yeah. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. So I, I, I totally agree. The other thing I was talking to Shanika about is when you're in these spaces, because a lot of time it can be daunting. Um, most of the time you are the only one. Um, it's almost like you have to stand in your space and claim it, you know, like yeah. I belong here too. You know, um, a couple of years ago, I read this article. Um, it was a young woman and she was taking a break from her grad studies and she decided to go to a lot of the national parks, especially on the West Coast. So she went to like Yellowstone. She went and did the parks up in California to see the Redwoods. And she went to Grand Canyon and all those types of things. And she talked about her interactions and how she would go to these places and she would be the only brown person there. Yeah. And how sometimes it just kind of like made her upset because she's like, this is my country too. Yep. Why is it I can't feel one safe or even welcome in a place that is just as much as mine as it is yours, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I've seen like, um, there's a travel group I belong to called Nomadness. And so they talk a lot about traveling and being in these spaces and taking up the space, right? And there's like this resurgent of black RVers. And they go to like the state parks and set up and it's like 10, 15 families and they do the trails and all that type of stuff. But those are the things that you don't usually hear about or see about or get the national coverage, but it's there. But I'm with you, like going to these places when when I tell people like, oh, I go hiking and they're like. You, you hike? Do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hike? You do? <laughs> exactly. It's like, now, I'm not scaling the side of a mountain, y'all. Like, you know, it's a trail that is very basic. But to me, it's all about small steps. And it's about going outside of that comfort zone. Like, I'm real comfortable going to Riverfront Park or um, the one on the Casey side. I know that very well. Mm-hmm. But Sesquik was right down the street from where I grew up. And I can't tell you the many times I've gone there. Oh, yeah. You know? So... Those are the things I'm like, you're an adult. You you have agency. Let's explore. That's right. And I, every time we go, I just, I feel so much better. I really do. It's like a little mini vacay. So I definitely want more brown people in these spaces. We need to. It's, it's a free or very low cost way of being fit as well as getting some rest and relaxation that I think we all need, and play. Play. We all need more play. Um, You know, when last I I read, and this was a little while ago, um, Koreans are the third largest population in Colombia. And if you pay attention, a lot of these self-segregated groups, like Koreans, like deaf people, Mm -hmm. um, like obese people, people who who are too hesitant to go into a fitness place. Mm-hmm. Um, what they need, again, is the mirror mm-hmm. and the mentor. Mm. And they will come. 
and then that will help our entire state's health statistics. Yes. So just like with the hiking groups, you know, um, and, and having not as many, you know, African-Americans out there on the trails, um, I, I think that would be a great thing to take to like Palmetto Conservation, right? some of these great groups and say, I know you have a ladies hiking group and they do, and it's a fantastic one. Um, you know, it would be a great way to go. Let's launch a day where we mm -hmm. take our, our people yeah. on the trail, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, I know for sure that they would say yes, but it wouldn't have to just be them. But if you, if what I'm saying is I'm challenging you to take that up, that would be badass. <laughs> I, I took a group of senior citizens on a waterfall tour uh -huh. and all the waterfalls were less than a mile off the road. So we'd, mm -hmm. we'd get out of the bus, we'd go to the waterfall, get back on the bus and drive a little bit yeah. again. And it was so much fun. I still have memories of the stories they told and, and just wow. the, the laughter, but those are great ways to, um, you know, create real connections Yes, and, and create bridges we're not going to burn. <laughs> right, right. So, um, yeah, but I think I think you're doing a good job, and you should keep doing that. Awesome. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I commend you for all that you do and for not only yourself, your family, but the community at large. You are truly one of our local rock stars, and it does mean a lot to have you in my circle and in my life. It's, it's good stuff, man. It's really good stuff. You, you do awesome work. You really do. Thank you. So tell the people, how can they find you? Where can they follow you? How can they patronize your business? What can they do? Absolutely. So, you know, I'm sort of, you know, when your business starts doing really well, um, if you're, if you're cognizant of it, then you'll, you'll need to branch yourself off a little bit mm -hmm. because the business has to stand outside of you. Sure. And um, I've been really proud of the fact that the staff that I have, the team that work there, they're all just so dynamic mm -hmm. and so diverse. And um, it, it is really a pleasure because um, Fit Columbia is in five points and we have um, a, just a wide variety of, of women instructors mm -hmm. and they all teach something different. But one of the things that's injected throughout all of the sessions and all the classes is this, I, I want every instructor to see mm -hmm. inside of each person. And I even make a joke mm -hmm. that if someone leaves and they're not sitting in the parking lot, kind of thinking about what just happened, then we didn't do a very good job <laughs> because we, we don't want them you know, if they leave and they just had a personal training session and it was leg day, we want them sitting in the parking lot with their little legs shaking. Yeah. Just thinking about that for a minute, you know, yeah. and then if they did an aerial yoga class, we want them in the parking lot just for a minute going, holy crap, I can't believe I just did that. It was right. so cool. Right. Um, we, we don't want them to leave the same way they came. Sure. And if we can see something absolutely beautiful, something absolutely unique in that person, and then we help them see it too, then they're doing a good job. And I have to tell you, I believe every single one of the instructors at the studio can do that. That's awesome. I'm really proud of them. So for me individually, what I have done and worked really hard this year to do is to grow myself as a personal brand. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to be touring uh, with um, SCW Fitness Mania conferences starting in July. So I'll be wow. speaking and um, presenting and 
Uh, I'm pretty tickled about that. Yeah. Um, I, most of the people that are outside of my circles don't know this, but um, I've been taking three to five uh, certifications or trainings every year through rehab companies mm-hmm. and it has uh, rehab and physical therapy companies. And what that has done is now really kind of catapulted my interest in, in healing. And mm-hmm. so I really love the stretch therapy and I love you know, all the ways that I can help people perform and feel better. So separating myself out, you can find me on all social media with Angela Young Sellers, and then you can also find Fit Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have, we, we try to make all of our posts to be very positive. I, your kid can look at these posts. Your, um, your grandma can look at these posts and, and not blush. So <laughs> that's something that's important to me. That's awesome. Well, before we head out, I wanted to have plug real quick the latest challenge that you and Fit Columbia are doing. So can you talk a little bit about that? I would love to. And thank you for including that. So, you know, Ryan Helinski is coming to Carolina. He's an incoming quarterback and he has a, a family of three brothers and just this wonderful family. And his older brother, Tyler, played for Washington State and his number was three. And he killed himself after the family came back from a family vacation. So that's another um, indication that we don't always know what's going on with the, these with, with someone who's suffering. Right. Um, so they just came back from vacation, and a week later, he took his own life. And so I am so beyond proud to say that the family is coming to my studio tomorrow morning um, at 7 a.m. We're going to be ch- challenging um, other fitness studios, CrossFit studios, um, Orange Theories, Burn Boot Camps. We're going to be throwing a challenge out to all of them to do three burpees. And so three honors Tyler because that was his number. And, um, you know, we're also trying to reach out to um, Able South Carolina to get them to do it too because we want everybody doing whatever kind of burpee that you can do Mm -hmm. Um, because the goal is to say that we're going to get up for those who can't. And... Oh, I'm going to cry. So, <laughs> but that's the goal. We want to make it so that not just are we just doing three burpees, but you walk away and you have a conversation with somebody going, did you know suicide was the number two leading cause of death on college campuses? I didn't know that. And I have a little girl who's going to be a student athlete next year. And that struck home so hard with me. And she and I and my other daughter, Julia, we have all sat down and talked about this in great detail. And that's the point. You mm-hmm. know, this should not be something that we should be ashamed of. And it should not be something that, you know, just talked about quietly. Correct. So with the three burpees, we hope everybody does them and they have a good time. We challenge each other and we have fun with it. But then I hope that maybe we can all have some real authentic conversations because mm-hmm. in this day and time, there's a lot of public ache in the world mm-hmm. from refugees to, you know, whales on beaches. I mean, I could go on and on, mm-hmm. but there's an actual pulse of pain that I feel is there. Mm-hmm. And if somebody is very um, intuitive mm-hmm. or sometimes they're affected by prescription drugs or, or other things that may have them behave ways they wouldn't, that's a big thing to take on by yourself. And everybody needs to know that there's somebody to call before you chase that rabbit down that hole. Correct. And I hope that tomorrow um, we make that really clear to everybody in Columbia. That's awesome. Thanks. That is awesome. Well, I challenge all our listeners 
to do a three burpee. So I'm guessing they post it online. Do they? Yes, it's called Helinski's Hope, three for three. And they also have Instagram, um, you know, Facebook, Twitter, everything. They were on ESPN just recently. Um, but, you know, we want to welcome them. If you're a Gamecock fan, you really want to welcome this whole family because he's going to be on the team. Um, but they moved here to be with him. Wow. Their, their older brother is going to be applying to med school here. That's they awesome. want to keep the boys together. And you know, just as a mom, I can just feel that. And, you know, as big as the big world pain ache is right now, the pain body that's out there. Yes. Um, you know, we, we're all fluid. And if we can all move through it and through it lovingly, then um, I think we can decrease that. Yes. Just have the awareness and uh, hold on to the fact that we can be separate than that, but understand that it's there. Yep. So awesome. Well, thank you so much. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, oh, we miss you, Shanika. Yes, we miss you, love. Next time. But I know Shanika will have us do something at your studio very soon for one of her birthdays or maybe mine. I don't know. So, But anyway, um, you can find us at Self Created Pod on Instagram, Twitter, as well as our Facebook page. Uh, join our Facebook group. Um, just do Self Created a Facebook group, and you can find me online at JSN Simmons on Twitter, and then also the same thing, Jornelle S. Simmons as my Facebook page, Shanika L. Pishi, she's the only Shanika Pishi, you can find her <laughs> on all the socials. Yeah. Uh, definitely follow us again on our podcast because we do love it, and until next time, bye!